What is up, guys? It is Hot Take Without the Hot you Take. Know. And welcome back to another episode of Junior Scene YouTube Views. Now, there is trouble in the paradise of Aaron Rodgers and Tom Brady. Both Green Bay and Tampa Bay are under 500. Is it a sign of things to come for both franchises? You know, to that, well, for Tampa Bay's sake, yes, because they just lost Thursday night uh, to the Ravens and didn't look good doing it. Um, and I would say for the Green Bay Packers, uh, they got to go to Buffalo to play the Bills. And that, the Bills are the best team in the league yeah, right now. Yeah, so that won't, be, one. that won't be an easy task. I think that the ship can be righted on one of these teams, but I would only say Green Bay just because perhaps it's Aaron Rodgers maybe being less distracted than Tom Brady. Yeah, uh, obviously Tom Brady's has is having that very public divorce <laughs> with Giselle. Oh, so it was like on the lead in ESPN. Um, on the and, lead. Yep. Yeah. And right now, uh, he, he just got sick of watching Mickey Mouse Clubhouse and decided, you know what, I'm going to unretire, and he's come back to a 3-5 and five record. Um, they have no O-line, uh, Tampa Bay. Ali Marpet retired early, um, so they don't really have a line, and he's getting sacked all over the place. Yep. And he's 45, He's well, not he's, getting any younger. No, he's forty-five, and you know you wouldn't mistake me for him on uh, you know being the signal caller because I think the same results. I think a couple of things too. People can start to say, well, you know, his accuracy's become a thing. You know, maybe he's missing some passes. I don't necessarily think that's the case. He and, looks like he looks like twenty nineteen Tom Brady, uh, and twenty nineteen Tom Brady wasn't exactly good. He was a game manager. He looked like Peyton in his final year. At the same time. Uh, their defense did nothing against the Ravens. They let the Ravens run all over the place. Shaq Barrett's out for the rest of the season with the torn Also, ACL, Devin White. So. Devin White has really underperformed this season. Devin White looks really overrated as a linebacker. He's getting he was getting cooked by Tyler Lindebaum on the line. He was absolutely he was not able to get past Tyler Lindebaum all night. Yeah. And let me remind you, Tyler Lindebaum's a rookie center. Uh-huh. A very good rookie center, but a yeah. rookie center. Uh, I, I think that, again, I, I'd say that Tampa Bay's in a little bit of trouble. The only thing that saves them is that they're in a god-awful division. Oh, yeah. So they don't really have to worry about any other teams behind them because the rest of the teams that are with them are just as bad. So I would say that's the one thing they can take from this is that... It's who wants it's, to win the NFC whoever wants North. wants to win the NFC North, which, by the way, you know, years ago... You know, when before realignment, Tampa used to play in the, in the Central with Green Bay and with Detroit years and years ago. So I think it would have been a different story if they were still aligned in that division. But that to be said, I think both teams are going to struggle. But let's just see what happens going forward. All right. The next how, question is for yep. you. How is it possible that at this point the Seahawks are in first place? Uh, it's the same. It's the same thing as the NFC North. Who wants to win the NFC West? It's pretty bad right now. You got a team that's coached by a guy who is more prone to collapsing than my things on my bedside table. You got a a Rams team, a Rams team who isn't also is suffering from the same problem as Tampa Bay right now, where they don't have an offensive line, mm -hmm. um, and all of their weapons can't get and going. Matthew Stafford's and Matthew kind of letting us know who Stafford he is. Who isn't, he is. Stafford isn't He's playing. He's kind of letting us know who he is. Their, de their defense. <laughs> Is lost some of that step. This is me. Um, and the everything, and then you have 
Well, the 49ers, who are, eh, I guess, sort of still there. Um, so, the Seahawks look okay, I guess. They look, I, I guess they look decent. So, I think the Seahawks have defied the odds because I don't think people even gave them a chance to win three games, let alone win four. Uh, Geno Smith, obviously, he just needed time to be somewhere in a system that works. Geno Smith has always been a curious case quarterback. Let me remind you, in one year, he threw a 0.0 QBR game, and then in the last game of the season with the Jets, he threw a perfect QBR game. Right, but let's let's just preface that. that that's an asterisk against his name, with the Jets. Yeah. So with the Jets, not so good. He's got the top percentage in the league with the Seahawks. And maybe it's just he's been able to sit behind Russell Wilson. What, Russell Wilson? Oh, yeah. Wait, Russell, Russell Wilson. Wilson. Uh, not Russell Westbrook. I did say it correctly. <laughs> well, yeah. He's been behind him, learning the system. And, you know, Pete Carroll's pressing the right buttons. Their defense isn't legion of boom, but it's not too bad. They yeah. do give up their fair share of points, but... To be where they are in the, in the, has, in the West and, isn't so and bad. he has some weapons. He has Rashad Penny. Uh, he has Tyler Lockett. He still has DK. Uh, DK got hurt, so who yeah. knows if DK Well, once playing. he gets back healthy, well, he'll, he'll, he'll still have Tyler Lockett around. Yeah. And you have a line that's meh, still leaves a lot to be desired. So I don't expect this team to, to come anywhere close to winning the NFC West. I think some of these teams start to wake up. Okay, next question for me. Let's mm-hmm. go. go ahead. A better return... From injury, Dak or Tua? I'm going to say Tua just because just because the, the game that the Cowboys played, they looked ordinary. They should have whooped all over the Lions who are just dreadful. And this is why I told you, everybody kind of knew that, that Dak Prescott was going to come back against the Giants. Of course the Lions was, and this, of course he was going to come back against it, But he didn't, they didn't look that great. And he, you know, he did what he had to do. But I think Tua had the bigger impact just because... Miami didn't have a quarterback. Teddy mm-hmm. Bridgewater got hurt. The other, the third stringer wasn't good. They were, they had to get some semblance of cohesion, and Tua looked sharp. I mean, yes, granted, the, the Dolphins toward the second half they stalled, they they faltered. They let Pittsburgh almost get back in it, and Pittsburgh almost won the game. Yeah. So I'm gonna so, say Tua. I Tua didn't look like he was okay, but he wasn't amazing. Dak was, I guess, okay. So this is this was the <laughs> well, battle. You're saying it's just even. This was the battle of mid, really. Like it wasn't. They neither. I'm, I'm neither say, QB was particularly set, setting the world on fire. I know. I'm going to say more Tua just because of the state that Miami was in at the time. Yeah. That's the like, when Tua was healthy. And also, the Steelers are not that good. So we know this. But when Tua was healthy, at one point Miami was three and zero. Suddenly, we're anointing them to be the next undefeated team. And then he gets hurt, and then things just go downhill. Yeah. So I think he had the bigger impact. I don't know about Dak having or needing needing to really be that impact player because Dallas's defense is is stacked. Mm-hmm. And so I think that I'm not saying he had to do less, but I think Tua had a greater impact for them than than Dallas okay. did for Dak. That's all. Yes. All right. Next question for you is <laughs> this is your favorite one. You love this, and Nat Nagy's not around. Which coach is sitting on the H O T C, feeling hot, hot, hot. All right. <laughs> All right. We're I've, got, games. I've got a, I've got a two for one. Games are feeling hot. I've got a two for one special from the Ravens. Ooh. Greg Roman, Greg and Roman, John Harbaugh, John Harbaugh and Greg both, Roman. Both of them. Both of them. Really? Even though they just won. How many games have they blown this year? 
How many games have they? How many double digit leads have they blown? Okay. How many times ole, has this? Ole, have both of these guys ole. held back this team for what it can be? I have a feeling that if they if they lose to if they blow another lead, I think it's it's done for both of them. Really? Mm-hmm. That is a that that's, that's that came out of left field for me. That offense has serious flaws under okay. Greg Roman. Yes. And John Harbaugh seems to panic when he has a double digit lead. Okay. So I think they might be done if they blow another lead, and they almost did okay. to Tampa Bay. They okay. almost did. Okay. So you're good. That um, let me just just I'm just unpacking your your mm-hmm. selection. So John Harbaugh, who by the way has won a Super Bowl, yes, has is one of the longer serving, like next to Tomlin every, up there. Every single coach has an expiry date, and that's his, you think and it's he's him. hit his expiry. Okay, date. all right, I'll give you mine right now. Um, I'm going to give you the one I've been talking about ages. That's Dan Campbell. I honestly believe that the Lions are there are dreadful. There are They're dreadful really bad. franchises, They're really bad. but They're really bad. his decisions in certain times don't make sense going forward at points yeah, yeah, when yeah. it doesn't make sense. I think that it, it, you know, regardless of the play, it comes down to the coach. I honestly think that, is this his third season? It's his second. It's his second season? Second season. Sure? Sec- second full season, yes. All right. So I, I think that's, I think this is it for Dan Campbell. It it does pain me to say it, but I have yeah, to it pains agree with every, you. It doesn't pain me. It's Detroit. I, I like Dan Campbell yeah. as a player's coach. Yeah. I think he's a good player's coach, and he's actually made Detroit look semi-decent in I don't spots. Think so. However, I got one his win decision right now. semi-decent in spots. His decisions, however, haven't been good. No. But I still believe they need to build around him because um, for a head coach to, to thrive, you need good coordinators. Anthony Lynn was horrible last year, and as an O an O coordinator. They need better coordinators around him because I think Detroit could be something. Okay. And Dan Campbell is instilling a culture. Mm-hmm. I I feel like, yes, if you're looking at it from a tactical perspective, if this was any other team and he had good coordinators surrounding him um, and he was still costing them games, I'd say, yes, get rid of him, regardless of the culture. However, what he's done for Detroit in the past two seasons have has made this team a respect a somewhat respectable team again, right. despite the record. You're rambling. I feel like they just need to build around Are him. Are you getting paid by Dan Campbell to speak on his behalf? <laughs> it's a long, it's like election speech. Oh no, my look, God. Look, oh. I may well be. Whoa, I may well I'm be. Like, but paid for by Dan, I, keep Dan Campbell. I do. Hashtag keep Dan Campbell. I do like Dan Campbell <laughs> as a player's coach. Okay, um, what's your one? You got another one out there? Um, I'm not going to say Kingsbury because that's the most like <laughs> obvious one. You hate him so much, though. Well, because he's prone to second half collapses, okay, but so, that's besides okay. the point. He's not going anywhere yet. Yeah. Um, I think if the Tampa Bay ownership or um, the Glazers are pretty short-leashed. And Bowles, Bowles has really, really so? been doing well. I don't I, I'm know just about that. A name he's out a defensive there. guy. I, I don't I'm, think just, I'm throwing a name out there. Todd De- Bowles. Yeah, Devin White hasn't looked good. Maybe that's due down to Devin White. But Bowles hasn't really Todd been great. Bowles. He hasn't okay. really been great. Todd um, Bowles. taking over for obviously uh, he took over for um, I forgot his name. The, he's now the GM. More to Arians. Yeah, Arians, Arians. Arians. Okay, so you're Todd, Todd Bowles. Maybe I'll maybe. give you one more and we'll move on. Yes. Uh, the one more I have is Frank Reich. I actually think that yeah, I'd Jim agree. Irsay I'd agree. I'd agree. is a short. He's a, he's one of those owners that people talk about as having very little patience. And, and he I has think, no tact. He's a terrible legacy owner. But not even that. Well, it doesn't matter. 
his dad Bob had it and he got it from Bob. But yeah. he is gonna he wanted you know, there's so much hope and optimism for this team has all gone downhill, I think. Well, Frank because the next one to go. Like, but we'll talk about you, it in the next segment as yep. well. All right. Let's move on. Should next. the Colts look to another QB for next season? Speaking absolutely, of the Colts. Absolutely they should. Absolutely they should. So Matty Ice has been put on ice. He's been cooked. He's cooked. Ice, he's, ice, he's been Matty. he's well before he was benched, he was worst and tied worst in Percent. most yeah, yeah. most of the major statistical categories for QB. For a QB. completion percentage, and now they've officially benched him for Sam so, Ellinger. Who? Yeah, who's never thrown a pass. And you want to know why this is happening, Colts? You needed a little bit of luck on your side. You ruined him. You absolutely ruined oh, one of the best. You, you ruined him. You ruined <laughs> well, his best years. Best, of course, you ruined the best QB. One of the best QB prospects we've seen in this generation. Mm-hmm. A guy you were hand gifted a franchise quarterback. Right after, after Peyton. Manning the left. reason why I will never respect Jim Mercy is because he completely he learned nothing from Peyton Manning's issues. Nothing, and did the same thing with luck. He kept a horrible GM around who was more interested in picking skill positions and trading a first round pick for Trent Richardson than building an O-line and not only that, called said to Tony Dungy that all of Luck's injuries were all mental. Okay. How? Like, all right. That's why I will never respect Jim Mercer as an owner. Okay. He's a horrible legacy owner. Yeah. And I have a feeling, yeah, I think Frank, Frank Reich might be gone as well. Along with Ballard, mm. and for all of his good work, I think Ballard might be on the hot seat as well. Okay. Um, this team needs, uh, this is why you shouldn't have wasted luck. Okay. So, yeah. Um, it made sense. Matt, uh, Matt Ryan suffered an injury, but his... The injuries were far beyond that. He just didn't ha- not have control. There was accuracy issues. He's late 30s. It was, no, it's not even that. It's not about that. Let's understand that. And I'm an old guy. And that, he's 37 years old. That's not old from my perspective when it comes to being a quarterback. Okay? So yes, but as, he's been playing, he's been I understand playing since that. 2008. That's fine. But it's still, there. you know, the, the skills diminish and clearly... The Colts have had bad luck. Bad luck. No pun on Andrew Luck. They got Phillip Rivers, and Phillip Rivers was definitely toward the end of his career. He retired. Then they got Carson Wentz. His numbers weren't bad, but Carson Wentz... That last game He choked the big one, and that was it for him. So now it's Matt Ryan. I figure the Colts will be looking for a new quarterback going forward, and and that's just the way it is. I, I I'm surprised they... that Nick Foles isn't considered the one, because Nick Foles is on, the, is on the depth chart, yet he's behind this other kid. So we'll see how far this other kid honestly, goes before Nick Foles, honestly, former MVP I, quarterback of the Super Bowl, gets a chance. To I honestly think they, they get des- If Ballard somehow stays, I think he gets desperate and trades up for someone like Bryce Young or CJ Stroud and okay. gives a king's ransom because they're looking for a franchise guy. All right. That's their only problem. Okay. Well, Next. the old line's been sort of substandard. Along with the receiving core. Okay, let's switch gears to NBA. Yep. Your question to me is, what are the Utah Jazz doing right to have such a strong start to the season? I'll tell you what. I'll tell you yep. what to start with. They are sharing the ball. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of ball movement. They got a lot of guys who are not, I think, scoring You know, machines like Laurie Markkinen or even Kelly Olynyk, But those guys in question know how to play the basics around the pip and pick and pop. Can screen players can can pass the ball in traffic they're sharing the ball so really there's a lot more movement on the ball it's not just relying on one or two players um 
so far so good. I mean, so far Utah looks like geniuses having traded away two of their players. Mm-hmm. And I mean, I don't know if it's going to be sustainable, but right now it is. Well, here's the thing. With the players that they have, they have a lot of guys who were never really given a chance on their teams. You look at Lowry Markinen, and I have uh, obviously a Bulls guy. He was never really given a chance on the Bulls. Like Zach Levine, stuck behind other guys, sort of defensively lackadaisical, and was traded to the Cavs, who was in turn traded for Donovan Mitchell. Yeah. And Colin Sexton as well. Another Colin person, Sexton, yeah, that's a good who person. Was never who was really given never had a, a chance, but he Colin, got injured. Colin Sexton was never really given a chance because the Cavs didn't really want to pay him what he was going to get. But he was injured a lot, and then that that gave Garland a chance to And he's play. also putting up a lot of good numbers here. So do I think this runs sustainable? No. But I think there's hope for the future as they start you, to rebuild. Do you, do you think... If it like as do you think they have a chance to make the playoffs as a top eight? No, not with the pieces they have. You need sol- solid veteran influence on that team. They have Conley still. They still have yeah. Clarkson. Conley, Conley's a guy who you have um, as, to get more oomph to a championship team. That's why they acquired him um, in the 2019 offseason mm-hmm. to give more oomph to this team because yeah. they were just one or two pieces away from competing, but didn't really get past the second round. Okay. So. Um, with the with the Jazz, I, it signals that Donovan Mitchell trade and the Rudy Gobert trade signaled rebuild time, and it's going to be a rebuild time. They're going to dig through and see what they have. They have a lot of pieces to work with, okay, and a lot of assets. All right, so let's move on. Um, next question for me to you is: Which team will get their first win, the Sixers or the Lakers? So it's the Seventy Sixers or that team. In Southern California, um, the Lakers are awful right now. In terms of, um, not only is their defense bad, their three-point shooting has been be- even worse than that. Um, the team is poorly constructed. Um, the 76ers, um, Harden looked good at the start of the season, but sort of tapered off a little bit. Embiid hasn't really been Embiid so far to start the season, um, but I think the Sixers get it. Just because the Lakers look absolutely dreadful right now, okay, they so they, miserable. they well at this point when we spoke, when I when we sort of sort of figured out the construction of the questions at the time, the Sixers and Lakers hadn't won, but the the, the Sixers have won. They're now three and four, but the Lakers are still winless at zero and five. And obviously, the answer has already been yeah. given to us. Um, yeah, I'm with you. I the Lakers looked slow. Um, they can't shoot. Um, Here's the thing. You traded all your best three-point shooters for Russell Westbrook. You traded away um, Kuzma. You yeah. traded away KCP. Yeah. You traded Caruso left in free agency. Yeah. So all of that depth that got you that bubble ring is went yeah. for a name brand who hasn't who, – who I think – a lot of people are ragging on him on I social don't think media. It's, I honestly it's don't his, think it's I, his fault. I, I No, I think he's a problem on the offensive end, but he's not the problem. Yeah, but I, I think that there was ideas that Russell Westbrook was going to be this last piece, but his game hasn't changed. It just doesn't work on that team. Yeah. That's what I think. I don't think his game has... His defense. Has I don't been think decent. his game is degraded. His defense has been decent so and, far. And you know, Anthony Davis was out the other night because of his back spasms, and, and that's just the beginning. That's and, that's the fourth and game. Also, Davis hasn't really been good either. He hasn't really been good either. And obviously, the 
the cretins that are KG and Paul Pierce have come running their mouths about how he's not really that guy anymore. And Udonis Haslam shot back at them saying, oh, you could say whatever you want, but we smacked you in in the Eastern Conference Finals. Yeah. But that's a whole other thing. Whatever. But, so, I, I, how it stands now is the Lakers will get their win. It just won't be yet. They'll get no, no, no team's going to go 0 and 82. That's never going to happen. Once again, LeBron is stuck so, with a situation where he has to carry a bunch of overpaid scrubs to relevance. The same situation he had in 2018 on the Cavs. Yeah, I, I don't think I think that the 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 issue going forward. Look, I actually believe that they'll get there. They'll get their win soon enough because it's I if think they lose just, to the Hornets. If they well, lose to the the dreadful, awful Hornets, that's not going to happen. How, like how? If they lose to Michael Jordan's mediocrity, I don't know how that will happen. All right. It's all right. Moving on. Okay. Uh, your I'm question. sick of talking about the team in Southern California. Boring. Your next next question. Does Aaron Judge re-sign with the Yankees, or do the Mets or Dodgers have a chance of landing him? Both. Um, well, I, think I mean, they, look, I even said Giants or Dodgers. I didn't include the Mets in that conversation. The but Giants? San Francisco. You, he's I a, thought he's that a, was a typo. Yeah, he's a California guy. So that's why the Giants have said openly that they're going to pursue Aaron Judge. And the Dodgers have said, I don't know where the money for the Dodgers is coming from. Well, um, they have infinite money to play with. Reportedly, he's he's deactivated his accounts with the Yankees. I don't know if that's a thing or that means anything. I don't think it really does. Um, his playoff, his postseason outing wasn't very good. He struck out a lot and didn't hit for much. But neither did any of the Yankees. Yeah. Um, they're going to have to make it. I, I believe that there'll be a push from the Giants in particular to want to upgrade at power. Um, but the Yankees, I think, have the first crack because well, he's he look, broke the record. If I'm Aaron Judge, I'm looking at the Giants thinking, why would I want to go there right now? They're not that good. They're in a in a phase where they're sort of moving away from, that, from the even-year championships. And they're going to be rebuilding soon. If I'm him, I'm looking at the Dodgers... Like, well, it, where, that the bigger question is well again. And maybe they replace Bell, replace him with Bellinger. It, it would just come down to how much money. How oh, much, they can and, offer and, him. But the thing they about can it, offer him anything. and this is where the Yankees will have to step up because I think there's been a shift, and you're too young, but I can remember as a Met fan in the you know, early '80s, the Mets being really horrible, and you know former owner George Steinbrenner, who would not put up with this. And it, it, he would Aaron Boone would have been fired last season or the season before. So were the Yankees horrible in the early eighties? But they weren't that great. But there was still a there was still a demand there. And George Steinbrenner had a standard that we play to get to championships. And and not being it's been two thousand nine since that's happened. And I think there's going to have to be a major push on some major moves being made. They need pitching. It's outside of that. But they need to re-sign Aaron Judge. But we'll see what happens with that. He's I don't. Gonna, I don't well, yeah. Wherever he goes, he's going to be the first half a billion dollar player in baseball history. Yeah, you we can buy, bet your bottom bottom dollar that. Yes. No pun intended. Couple happy birthdays. Happy birthday to Doug Flutie. Doug Flutie, six years old, former uh, Boston College Eagle, the famous hail mary pass in the early '80s that was just iconic. Um, he was. Drafted and played in the NFL for quite some years. Played with the Bears, played with the Bills. Um, you know, had some decent years. Was one of the first sort of, I guess, undersized quarterbacks. He wasn't a very, not a very tall guy at all. Five foot three, I believe. But a happy yeah. birthday to him, sixty years old. 
Another happy birthday goes to Lenny Wilkins, former Knicks legend coach. Well, that's not his fault. Uh, it was a lean, uh, don't laugh. Uh, you know, he had to coach somewhere, and he well, probably, Isaiah, hated, he probably hated that time coaching the Knicks, but had some previous success with the Cavs. With the Cavs. Of course, Michael Jordan ended that run back in the shot yep. uh, in 88, 89. Won um, championships as a coach as well earlier yeah, on. Um, did win with the Seattle Supersonics when the Supersonics were still in Seattle in 1979. One with the Dream Team was a was an assistant on on two well, was a coach and one in '96 and was the assistant back in the 1992 Olympics. So mm-hmm. he's had a very uh, good run. Decorated, oh, decorated Hall of Famer for a player, Hall of Fame for a coach. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. Very good. Uh, around this time, 36 years ago, the Mets won the World Series. Game six was iconic. Mookie Wilson. Uh, you know, was fouling off balls, fouling off balls, and then finally hit a little dribbler to Bill Buckner, who earlier innings was being those questions around his health and his feet and whether or not he should be actually be on the field. And then he went to field the ball and went under, right under Bill bag. Buckner, behind that- the bag. Vin Scully called it, and mm-hmm. Ray Knight came home, and uh, the rest is history. The Game seven, Mets went on to win it. So that team should have been a dynasty with the pieces they had: uh, well, Strawberry, it wasn't. It wasn't. Carter. It Just wasn't Hernandez. It wasn't. It was, and we all know why it wasn't. Yes, unfortunately. And ten years ago, at this point, around this time, James Harden was traded. In he my was opinion, traded from OKC. In my opinion, the dumbest trade in NBA history. Like you, the return at the time looked awful to begin with, and it looks even worse. Like you got back Kevin Martin. Uh, Nobody plays for them anymore. Well, Kevin Martin was he played a little yeah, well. a was, decent scorer. Right. Uh, you got back shot. another. Uh, you got back Jeremy Lamb, mm-hmm. who's kind He's of a bench player. Twenty thousand teams. Yeah, bench player in this league, and like two second round picks. That is a horrid, horrid, horrid return. You could have just either played out the year or ponied up and paid the luxury tax. But however, what they didn't know is that that TV deal in 2016 gave everybody everyone a chance at signing Durant when they didn't know that TVD was that TV deal was coming yeah so if that had come earlier like hypothetically yeah. if it had come earlier it or if they had just ponied up to Harden that TV deal would have skyrocketed the salary cap allowing them not to have to pay any more luxury tax you just imagine if OKC had kept the team that they lost in the finals against the heat they offered him. One, they but, offered yeah. Harden five million dollars less than the max. Oh well, and he, he was already coming off the bench, and he rightfully said, "You know, I'm already sacrificing a lot. Yeah, what are they giving me? That's fine. I'm gonna get the rest is history. Went to get starting, and since then, no championship. So, yep, he All might right. get one. He might get one with the Sixers, taking no. a pay cut to do so. Not this year. Uh, are you sure? <laughs> we're only sure. four. We're only four games. It's still in. early, but I don't. I don't. We're count, only five I don't, I don't count the Sixers in as far as the finals. Anyway, that's our show for this week. If you come from TikTok, welcome. welcome. We do this thing once a week. Once, once a, week. a week. Once a week we do it. We Next will post week. on TikTok yep. soon enough. Next. Who's in the hot seat for your coach and bold predictions for the NHL. Ooh. Why not? It's still early in the NHL. We'll talk about that next week, too. Anyway, that's our show, and we'll see you next week. Bye-bye.